Hello. Banter mites. We are in uh, a <laughs> new year. And it's all about us. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> It is our podcast, Perry. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was the... here. Uh, one more sentence. One more sentence. Welcome. For... Oh, oh, to the newest episode of Banter. I hardly know. Donut. Oh, you just soiled it. Why would you? Why would you? That was fun. For context, Great. everyone, Perry's like, "Do you want to start it?" And I said, "What if we just both just said every other word?" <laughs> Yep. And that is what happened. And that's what happened. Um, we don't actually think that the world is all about us, but uh, but this podcast, I guess, is. So, great. Great. We're all on the same page. Heck yeah, we are. Wes, what you been up to? Very... It's been a while. Well, I it has been a while. Is this like a new season, maybe? Question I mean, mark? I feel like it is. I mean, the, we haven't it feels recorded like... since the... Before Christmas. The, the Christmas special. Charlie Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Did you listen to so that? So it feels like a new season. Oh, of course. You, you, did, you listened to the edited version? What'd you think? Yes. My favorite part was me. <laughs> yeah, it was It was fun. It took me probably almost Just 10 kidding. hours of editing to put all that together, but you. it was fun. It was fun. I take it back. I think my favorite part was Abby. Uh-huh. Just absolutely magnificent yeah, she well <laughs> she should have a career in voice I'm, acting i may have to cut this out then because the, we are i think we are really just blowing her head up a few sizes after that episode because yes she did fantastic but uh but she all i've gotten from her is see you should have they loved me you should have given me lucy and <laughs> and then i see, they love me <laughs> I literally posted a poll or like a, a question <laughs> earlier this week. And I was like, what do you guys want to see more of um, as we get ready to record some new episodes? And Abby was like, me. <laughs> uh, Abby, if you're listening, Abby, if you're listening, this is my favorite thing to happen in 2022 so far. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's well, incredible. Been that, been that think- bad, huh? You should, I think. Wait, you bought tickets to come see me. Oh, that that wasn't your favorite thing. Did I? Uh, Watching that money go out of my bank account? No, it was not my favorite (laughs) thing. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, I'm gonna go. Everyone, there's some news. I'm going. Me and a friend of the pod, Corey Miller, are going to Disney World. Coming to Disney World. Disney. a Disney weekend, and yes, you heard that right. We made the yes. bold decision to go to Disney for a weekend. Yes, so they're coming down um, February 16th. Maybe let's not tell them exactly when so they can't rob our houses, Perry. Oh, but do they know where you live? Fair um, enough. Yes. Fair enough. They're coming down <laughs> in February, and uh, we're going to we're gonna hit up 
Um, we're gonna hit up. We got a two day pass. They a got two day passes, and so I think the first day we're planning on doing. What did we say? We said. I really uh, don't remember. I, I think, think we it said animal. Down to it didn't matter. I think we said animal, and then, and then Epcot, right? And then, and then, uh, and then what was and then it? Magic and Ho- Hollywood Magic was day two. Yeah, Hollywood first, then Magic. I think yep. what we boiled it down to was it didn't matter because we just got Hopper passes for both. Yep. It, there Although, was a lot of debate. I will say, I'm. It depends when we end up going to Epcot, but. Uh, it may be worth our while to stay in Animal Kingdom that that first day until after dark, so you can see Pandora in the dark. Um, oh, was it nice? It is really cool, and everything's bioluminescent, and there's there's not a mm, ton you need to science. do in Epcot anyway. Just we just need to get you to see the new show. That's that's really especially it. especially if you're not gonna drink around the world. Yeah, yeah. Oh no! Or, wait, we were, or do turtle talk? We were doing crush. we were doing Hollywood and then Epcot, and then we, no, we were doing Animal and then Magic. That's what it was. Perry, yeah, yeah. I really so don't never remember. mind. Yeah, I that's really, that's I what really it is. Don't remember. I, well, that's why I remember. So I'm telling you, and oh, and so unfortunately, course. with that being said, we probably won't be able to be in Animal Kingdom late because we need to we need to get over to Magic. Sad day. Yes. Yeah, so that's that's happening. That is a thing. Yeah, that's fun. And let it let it be known. <laughs> Let it be known to the world of the banter pod in the banter pod universe that I have never been on a plane. And because of Perry Wilson, I have to get on a plane twice in six months. Yes, true. And he says, well, technically, he's meaning something else. He'll be getting on a plane twice just for that trip alone. But when he says twice, he's, three times. he's meaning another trip um, because two separate trips. I am having a wedding. I'm just decided to. You're throw in a wedding. One. I just decided to throw a wedding. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So because everybody says weddings are some of the best parties, so I'm like, I'm gonna throw one. So of course, why wouldn't you? So I'm throwing a wedding, and I'm playing the part of the groom. Um, Amazing. And Who cast that role? You know, I suppose it would be my fiance. Uh, who... Or did you cast it? Oh no! Wait, you're right. I cast it, didn't I? Did I cast myself? You're the, Perry, Probably you're the, the only direct, way. I... You're the director. <laughs> Well, no, I, you're I, the writer, the director, and the star. <laughs> if we're being honest, she's the, she's gonna be the the director and the star. Uh, but I will I will call myself the producer. The <laughs> so, or at least the executive that producer. Depends. That are you are you happen. paying for it? Not most of it, thankfully. Then you're not the producer. <laughs> okay, does that mean can I be anything? Am I anything in this? Just a, just part of just you one can, of the leads. <laughs> Is that it? I think you're just an yeah. I think you're just a lead role at this point. I mean, you do have to get yourself credit for going out and getting the star, right? Uh-huh. Like technically, uh-huh. you did cast her as the star. Oh yes, I think I cast a winner. So, yeah. No, this so is then, real. We're talking about this in a very roundabout way, but yes, I am getting married in June of this year, and so that's another development that you guys may not know about uh-huh. on in the in the banterverse. Um, yes, and then Perry can forget all about me and move on with his wife. That is impossible because we're still going to be recording this podcast. Uh, oh, amazing! For wow, you guys. Yes, this literally. I, I thought had, that was. I thought that was. I literally had people text me like multiple. I think a couple people text me saying, "Are you going to stop doing the podcast once you're married?" And I was like, "No," and they're like, "Great." <laughs> really? <laughs> That's like <Yeah>. asking. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something similar. That's like asking, hey, are you going to like still take a bath when you're married? You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. Are you, like you going to keep breathing? I'm like, yes. 
No, everything stops. Your entire world turns upside down when you when you get married in the yeah. good way. Every hobby is just gone, right? Marriage. I don't know why anybody. If anybody thought that that's how marriage worked, why would anybody get married? But no, I I'm I planning think, on Perry, still doing. I'm gonna have to. Wait, Abby's gonna be at your wedding, of course, right? Yeah, she will be. She's actually. I think a we should bridesmaid. have Abby. Oh well, never mind then. I was oh, gonna say gonna we do? should have Abby live. We should have Abby live stream the wedding on the Banter Pod uh, Instagram account. <laughs> that would be funny. Um, but if she's in it, that no, no. If Brooke, uh, Brooke asked both of my sisters to be in it, which was really nice. Of Sounds her. like a job for Javon. <laughs> Javon. Yep. Javon's gonna be the ring bearer. He doesn't know yet, though. Never mind. Sounds like a job. Tyler, who will be an usher probably, <laughs> but he could still do. Sounds it as an like usher. a job. For Corey for Miller, one of our, for one of our friends' wives. <laughs> I mean, Corey Miller's the guy for the job, right? I mean, if he's going, is That's he going? We is don't he know invited? We don't know. He's definitely invited. We don't know if he's going. Oh, okay, good. I was yeah, I mean, he has an RSVP because nobody has except for me and Brooke. Technically, because no one so. has. Yeah, I mean, technically, I have. I, I suppose you know? everyone. Yeah, I guess everyone that's accepted the bridal party is is uh, has RSVP'd in some form or fashion. At least verbally. Yeah. Yeah. So that's coming up, man. That's coming up. Five months. I know. The nervousness is like... It's a long time. It's there. It's Yeah, it's a long time. So... What What are you nervous for about your wedding, Perry? Like, what part of it makes you nervous? Like, are you afraid you're going to say the wrong words? Uh, like, are you afraid the they're going to say, I don't? Are you afraid that when they say kiss your bride, you're going to like miss or something or? Oh, no, no, I, I'm just it's not the wedding. It's the it's the transition to married life. Oh, yeah, because that's... women are terrifying. Well, you know, it's just the idea of of not only looking out for me um, and like, you know, yeah. this has been a slow transition for the last, you know, year plus that she and I have been together is like slowly learning to look out for her more and more and consider her more in my my decision making but you know it's it's still i'm an independent soul by nature and we've had plenty of times where like i've done something and she's been like perry why didn't you why didn't you ask me about this or tell me about this and i'm like well i never thought about it because i always just do things and don't think about it so uh that's been a transition transition and it will continue being one um i mean finances and all that stuff i mean yeah it's gonna be gonna be a transition and change it's never you're, you're gonna never do great easy. and when you're gonna do great perry and when you don't she'll tell you <laughs> true uh yeah well that's so that's one of the big life updates um if we're catching up here oh, that's and amazing. yeah yeah so i'm trying to think of if there's anything else that's that big not really uh that's the that's what, 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 you got you got a raise. No. <laughs> Thanks, Perry. I saw We're I s- <laughs> I got to see Wes in person since the last time we recorded a pod, and we did something very important to me. Uh huh. We saw Spider Man No Way Home, and then oh promptly, promptly after that, he left to go home, and I never saw him the rest of the time I was in Indiana. So that was. I didn't sad. go home that night. Oh, did you not? Think. Well, either way, I never saw you again. This is the first time I'm seeing you since then, since that night. Yeah. That night at well, Lafayette Seven. Well, I went 7. to Michigan. I went to Michigan. And you went to Indy, though. That was true. 
That was a tough one. Mm-hmm. And you could have came back and seen me on the first and probably gotten COVID from me. And I didn't. And you did. <laughs> so probably a good choice. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. There's another update for you guys. I caught the COVID-19, probably most likely the Omicron variant. Um, the Cron. I, I assume it was Omicron because it really was more of an inconvenience than anything else. It was... Uh, it was just uh, just a cough and some, some body aches, some fatigue. Actually, it was, it was weird. It was like one of these things where like I was sick for like four or five days, but it was only it was like I was operating like I was totally high functioning sick, just like a no no fever, just cough, and uh, I lost my voice a little bit for like a day. But then like five days later, I had like one day where I was just exhausted, just wiped out fatigue. Mm. That also happened to be the day that the Colts lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars and and blew their chances for the playoffs. But so that that day in general was just awful. Like I was so fatigued. And then after that, I was just absolutely pissed because the Colts. It was it was probably the worst day in franchise history uh, for the Colts and um, Wes. It was it was a it was, wreck, dude. It was my second, I would say, most heartbreaking game in history of my sports fandom. Do you know what the first one is? Purdue versus Virginia. Purdue versus Virginia, Elite Eight, twenty nine, uh, twenty eighteen. Go- my good or, my, or no, what? No, twenty nineteen. Yeah. Speaking of Purdue, Perry, that Illinois game unnecessary. I, what do you mean unnecessary? Oh, you mean that we went to double it, overtime? We we had them by eleven after the first half. Like, sure, but on, they're boys. a really good team, Wes. Like, I don't think this. I I I don't care. <laughs> As I was watching it, I was amazed at how deep they are, how how good their shooters are. The stress was unnecessary. Like, sure, I didn't need that. Sure. Jaden Ivy and Travion went like nine for like twenty seven combined or something like that. Uh, but and yeah, we still bad. won. But so. Sasha, Sasha, Sasha finally shot over twenty five percent. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Perry, are you aware? Are you aware that Tom Brady is older than all of the NFC head coaches left in the playoffs, other than Bruce Arians? <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Wait, he's older than Kingsbury? No, Kingsbury's gone. He's older than. McVay. He's older than LaFleur and he's older than Kyle Shanahan. What? That's crazy. That's crazy. Wow. Doesn't that just make you angry? <laughs> no, it doesn't make me angry. It makes me marvel at him. Honestly. Yeah, I'm, I'm past the point. Right. <laughs> I'm past the point of I'm past the point of hating Tom Brady. Like at this point, I'm just like what what's next? <laughs> right. I just marvel at the guy because he's literally you forget that he's like that he's old sometimes. You just think that he's like a fixed like like he's just a amazing quarterback. You forget that he's 45 years old. It's crazy. Um but there's your Why sports not? update. How about the Dallas Cowboys? <laughs> Dude, that was my favorite loss of the week. Uh, I was not surprised at all. I was not surprised at all that they lost um because that's a Cowboys thing to do, isn't it? Here's here's my biggest thing for the Cowboys is Dak I think is fine. Like he's great quarterback. He obviously didn't play his best, but like they're paying Ezekiel Elliott like more than almost any other running back in the NFL. And he just and he's not that great. He averaged like fifty yards a game this year or something like that. I don't know. Let me look up just real quick. Yeah. Stat check is even hit a thousand yards. 
Okay, Wes. So, so there was just a, something that came out two days ago that said uh, Elliot was playing on a partially torn ACL um, the second half of the season. So maybe that's some excuse. Either way, he had uh, his last since week six. Uh, like he, week four and week five, he surpassed a hundred yards each. Those were his only two hundred-yard rushing games since week six. He looks like he. His highest rushing game, he had 87 yards in the in week 18. So between week six and week 17, looks like he he played every game, and he averaged about probably 40 yards. That's 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 crazy. Bad. Did surpass a thousand yards, 1,002 yards. <laughs> he got there. He got there. So it's not like I just mm. think he's just one of the most overrated players. Like he's really not that good ever. Yeah, I mean when you compare him to Jonathan Taylor, it's like um, Ezekiel Elliott is like a high school running back. Sorry. Before we get get rolling, Wes, I want to say um, if you're listening to the podcast, go ahead and follow us on Spotify. I mean, obviously you're listening because otherwise you wouldn't be hearing this and then it would just be a redundancy. Uh, follow us on Spotify. Sub- press the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts. Uh, also, I noticed that on Spotify you can now leave a review, like a star review, just like Apple Podcasts. I don't think you can actually type a review now, but you can click, you can review like out of five stars. So go leave us five stars on Spotify if you're listening on Spotify. And then if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us a review there too. That actually really does uh, help us show up on more people's uh, searches. So go ahead and do that. And one more thing I wanted to plug, Wes, before we jump right into it is that um, I've been working on another podcast uh, with some people that I work with um, and it is called Connecting with Film. Connecting with film, uh, with the subtitle "Bonding over the Big Screen," um, but if you just search "Connecting with Film," it should show up, and it's the the picture is of like a popcorn bucket, and and uh, basically on that on that podcast we talk about a different movie every week. We do a lot of popular movies. We do some more classic movies. We're gonna have a episode on Casablanca coming out next week. We uh, just did one on Encanto. And we talk about these films and our favorite moments of the film, and we we talk about some of the deeper themes and how they connect with us, um, because movies they can they just connect with all of us. I mean that's the uh, that's I mean that's the title of the podcast, connecting with film. So movies connect with people, and they, and we try to use the themes of these movies to connect to our lives and connect to people's lives, and then we end the podcast with the question of. Uh, just how you can engage your friends and family on the movie you just watched. So it's like a 15 to 20 minute podcast that you're that the goal is that people can listen to and um, and then go and and watch the movie with their friends and ask questions and talk about the themes. And so go check that out. Um, it's I, I've been enjoying it a lot. It's fun. Um, yeah, 15 to 20 minute short episodes about movies. So if you're into movies, if that's why you listen to us here. Um, you can hear my voice over there. I'm also the producer of the show so go check that out wherever you listen to podcasts it's called connecting with film bonding over the big screen so check that out anyway moving on perry what uh what have you been watching what have i been watching yeah Wes. so originally we were we talking do, about should we do oh yeah go ahead i was gonna say originally when we were talking about what we were gonna do for this like just catching up episode i was like i was thinking like how many movies that we've watched recently can we do reviews for in like 30 minutes <laughs> 
How many have you seen? Okay. Have you seen many? Is there anything that... We talk, did you say shows or movies? Uh, I was going to say movies, but I don't know how many you've seen in the last like month. Like so new stuff I've seen or... Encanto. Okay. I've seen Encanto. I've seen Tick, Tick, Boom. <clears throat> nice. Of course, I've seen Spider-Man. I feel like I saw something. Oh, I saw West Side Story. Oh, dang it. I saw... Uh, it's... It's on Netflix. It has look red up. in it. No, nope. it has red in the title. Red. It's oh, uh, uh, red notice. Red notice. Yes. Me and Tanner did watch Eternals again. It was just as lackluster the second time. Nice, nice. Yeah, Eternals bad. Um. Yeah. Literally, I know a person, um, and she's probably not listening to this podcast, but I know someone who thinks that Eternals is better. Than Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> what a loser. I oh, <laughs> She also thinks that... She also has Shang-Chi as her number one Marvel movie ever. Um, which okay, is Perry. A lot to say. We just... There have been so many people that have just said that Shang-Chi was absolutely amazing. Right. And I just... Am I wrong? I don't see it. I don't get... I don't get how it's up there with the best of the best ever. I don't get it. I don't. No. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, Shang-Chi as a superhero, kind of cool. Yeah. You know? I I like the outfit. I like the ring things, which we know nothing about, by the way. Right. Um, I find it hard to love a superpower when I know nothing about it besides that it looks cool. And um, he really didn't do anything besides destroy a demon dragon by having OP rings that he didn't know how to use. Yep. He sh- well, he shouldn't have known how I to use. I think people... I think people are just in love with his Asian abs and Aquafina. Yeah, Asian abs okay. and Aquafina. That's was... what we should retitle it. Asian abs and Aquafina. You know, I'll give her this. She wasn't that irritable. And in... she could have been worse. Sure. She also could I have think. been in only half the movie, and then I would have given it probably a good half star more for right. each, ha- and for they each half of the make... movie that she was not in. <laughs> yeah, and they just tried to make her Hawkeye, female Hawkeye when we literally had Haley Steinfeld in a month later. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I watched Hawkeye. Hey, we can talk about that's Hawkeye. Yeah, that counts. That's we can not talk a movie, but that. I did watch that. Yeah. And I've been watching Book of Boba Fett. Okay. Great, great. Um, And I've been watching the Ultimate Spider-Man series on Disney+. Plus. It's a cartoon, um, and it's from, I believe, 2014 to 17, I want to say. It's really good. I really like it. Um, cool. You said you've been watching Book of Boba? Mm-hmm. What are you thinking so far? Pretty boring, but it's Star Wars, so I don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm pretty much... I'm not underwhelmed. I, I stopped watching... I mean, I need to get back into it. I haven't watched it since the second episode. Um, I guess there's only three well, out right now, been... right? Yeah? Yeah, yeah, there's like only three. The fourth one comes out tomorrow as we record this. Um... But yeah, I was bored out of my mind, honestly. I uh, I was really having to force myself to stay awake. Um, but I know that a lot of people have been like, oh, the vibes are just so Star Wars. Like, I love it. So I get that. If you're a Star Wars fanatic and you just like the vibes, then yeah. vibe away. Oh, the vibes. People will do anything for a vibe. <laughs> All right, so you want to talk about Encanto? You want to talk about Bruno? Sure. What? Well, let's uh, 
let's just let's just stick to like a little little five minute uh five minute opinions here. Um, and Kanto. Okay, Perry. Here. Um, meh. Oh, do go on. Very, very meh. Um, I it felt to me like a Disney grab at a culture group that they haven't touched, except they kind of touched it with Coco. They just picked a different Latino-based group. And they had a couple songs that were good, like We Don't Talk About Bruno, but it paled in comparison to Coco. Well, first, Coco's Pixar. Coco's Pixar. Yeah, different different studios, but... Different studios, but it's the same. <laughs> sure, sure. And let's just say Lin Manuel Miranda has written much better things mm. than that. Mm. And it was super predictable, super predictable. And the only bright spot was Bruno, and the girl who could hear everything. She was funny. I would give it a five out of ten. I did not love it. What if I told you that last week, uh, we don't talk about Bruno. It was the number one album. Was the number one song in the United States, and uh, yeah. And so then, our friend and Connor literally texted me that today. The song uh, "Surface Pressure" was just a few spots behind. Yeah, here's so. the thing, Perry. They're not that good. Also, we have to keep in mind how many of those streams were parents playing it for their children that are under thirteen years old. Okay, so this is a, this is kind of a hot take that you give, I think, with a with a five out of ten, you would say. I wish I would have waited until it came out on Disney Plus, so I didn't pay to go see it. Oh, you did pay? Okay. Yeah, I think oh. I went like the first or second weekend it was out. Okay. Well, it came out. It came out Thanksgiving weekend. Um. So I gave it an eight point two five, Wes. And wow! And let me tell really you. High. Let me tell you why. Uh, Wes, I thought the theming, the colors, the all that gorgeous, very gorgeous. I mean, the I, the animation in general, like in terms of like the shapes and the shadows and all that stuff, was pretty. I would say typical of what their last few movies have been. Like they all kind of have, had similar stylings. I feel like it's not like Luca or some of these other movies that have gone a different direction, but. Um, it was super detailed. Like there was times when I could see like the arm hair on people just like reflecting in the light. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like you literally, that's incredible to see the reflection of the sun on arm hair. Um, I, the first time I watched it, I thought the music was good, but not really super easy to sing to. But then when I watched it again, I was like, you know what? I can actually pick up the words to this song. You know, we don't talk about Bruno or Surface Pressure being the two main ones that people are singing along to. And I think that the more you listen to it, the more the more they become easy to just like jam to. I actually think the music is really good. I love the reggae vibes uh, of We Don't Talk About Bruno. I was really liking the story for the majority of it like i was really connecting with like um maribel's like feeling at the beginning when she just like feels left out like she's looking at her family that's so amazing and they all have these 
skills and and she's just mm-hmm. she's just looking on and i was like man that is tough like i i was feeling the emotions with maribel and then with bruno when she meets him later and especially that moment when you see his like his little plate that he's etched into the, this table yeah that was heartbreak that was heartbreaking that, that sits directly on the other side of the wall from the kitchen he and oh my gosh everybody that's seen in content knows exactly what i'm talking about yeah, that's a heartbreaking moment where I literally melted inside. Um, so anyway, I'm loving the movie. I will say I had some major problems with the ending. Um, <clears throat> they got to this point where it's like the dark night of the soul is the story structure term for it. Uh, basically, the, the the moment in like a three-act story structure when it feels like everything is lost, like there's no hope. Um, and you can think of like, you know, like in Frozen 2 when... Um, you know, Olaf is melted and, and Anna's got her song in the caves. That's, that's like the dark night of the soul moment. Or like when, uh, we're talking about Coco, like when they're in the, in the cave, Mm -hmm. um, and they're both like, and he's like fading and anyway, usually you have a decent amount of resolution, um, to go at that point. Like if you think of both those movies I just mentioned, there's like a good 30 minutes of resolution, to solve the issue after that usually um a lot of things to wrap up or 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 like a a kind Mm -hmm. of last last mission kind of thing um this movie it really just like they get to this moment and then abuela finds mirabelle at the river and they have the song a beautiful song the first ever all spanish song in a disney movie um dos arruguitas which i believe is like two flamingos and they have that song, and then it immediately goes into another song in which everybody just puts the house back together, and all the they all get their powers back at the end. And I was and like, it's over. "Yeah, I was like, wow, that's like not how I wanted or thought it would end, and it happened just so fast." Um, yeah, I kind of wanted them to not get their powers back and just realize, wait a second, like the we don't gift is it were yeah, we don't need these. We can all we all have these strengths. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I actually really liked it though. Even with the ending that I had problems with, I thought it was still one of the better Disney movies that's come out in a while. I think I put it at number nineteen or twenty on my all-time Disney animation rankings out of sixty. Now I think there is so uh, top third. Yeah. So I'm surprised, Wes. What what would you compare it to in terms of movies that you maybe a Disney movie that you liked? less than Encanto and then maybe one that's pretty comparable oh man <clears throat> or, I liked or, it or more any than movie. Cars 2 okay. I liked it more than Cars 2 <laughs> um I would compare it to like I liked it about as much as I liked Incredibles 2 Okay, wow. Five out of ten for Incredibles 2? I mean, give or take. Okay. Give or take a point. Wow. Okay. Dang. Because it's just it's just forgettable. It's really forgettable. Hmm. Like, it's, that's it. Um, I feel like that's good. Yeah, it just wasn't great. I'm interested to see the Disney Plus numbers because I have a feeling that this might be the best performing Disney Plus movie in a long like probably maybe ever maybe ever um i've i just i mean with the way that it's it, it didn't go high on the like on the spotify apple 
Apple charts, like the music, when it was in theaters, it went there once it was released on Disney Plus. So right. you you don't get those kind of numbers uh, out of nowhere. I, I bet Encanto is just doing amazing on on Disney Plus. So I'm interested to I'm see. Just telling you, Perry, Perry, I'm just telling you right now, all those streams are coming from children. I mean, everyone I know in my age or older has seen it, um, and a lot of us don't have kids. It's just not that good. It's not. It's just not that good. I'm sorry, and I'm not wrong. <laughs> I think you're wrong. Let's wait, wait, wait. Let's see what the public thinks. I mean, also, like the to be is... to be fair, to be fair, the public also thinks that Shang Chi is like one of the best Marvel movies ever. Apparently, which is also. Wrong. So the public's not always right, but the public in this case does have a uh, 7.3 IMDb, which is which is quite solid. Um, 91% Rotten Tomatoes. Let's see. I'm gonna look on Disney, Disney Animation on IMDb because 7.3 is is pretty high. I'm gonna see what that kind of compares to. Let's see. Okay, so The Lion King is the highest rated IMDb score on uh, in, a, in a Disney movie. Zootopia, that's an 8.5. <laughs> Zootopia, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast are 8.0. So I'm going to go down a little bit to find the 7.3, see what I can compare it to. Looks like Frozen is 7.4. Um, wow. Go down to 7.3. You got Lilo and Stitch, 7.3. You've got Encanto. You got Ryan the Last Dragon. So the last two, the last two Disney ones at seven point three. You've got Pinocchio at seven point four. Tarzan seven point three. Hercules seven point three. Peter Pan, Cinderella, Bambi, all seven point threes. So it's a it's a it's a solid score. I just don't think we're gonna be talking about Encanto near as much as we talk about other movies in the future you may be right you may be right did you hear about the uh the next pixar movie that's not going to theaters anymore it's called um turning red oh it's not going to theaters yeah they moved it to disney plus release oh man maybe because of omicron i think more likely because in general disney plus uh, they they I heard they didn't like the when their last earnings call came out they were like eight million subscribers short of their projected subscriber goal I think they were they were like hoping to reach like 116 million subscribers on Disney Plus in their last like uh, uh, earnings release and they were only at like 108 million um, and and oh, I I would wager <laughs> that. This is one of those things where they're like, okay, this spring we need re- we need like good stuff on on Disney Plus that we can get people to join because they want to see. Um, so instead of just letting us, instead of letting the Marvel and Star Wars nerds get what they want, All right? Well, and there's just not a lot of original big content coming out in the spring to Disney Plus exclusively. I don't think so. Yeah, but I don't know if I don't know. I feel like. I don't watch Disney Plus for the original content. I watch it for all the stuff they've already made. I mean, I think you watch it for... I think a lot of the reason why you watch it is because you're getting all those Marvel and Star Wars shows. No, those are just perks, period. What what else do you watch on Disney Plus outside of those? 
Star Wars movies, okay. Marvel movies, and the, and Disney a goofy movie. movies, <laughs> and a goofy movie. Of yeah, of course, course. of course. Yeah. Only a goofy movie. I actually haven't watched a goofy movie yet in 2022, so I need to. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Already. I mean, like, I mean, you 18 days and you haven't seen it. What? You're slacking. I know. I should be fired from this podcast. Yeah, we. I if you guys don't realize, we typically watch it every ten days. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind of one. Very, of the we should do a table read for a goofy movie someday. <laughs> we should. Gorge. I I'm not great Gorge. at my goofy though. I'm not great at my goofy. We could, we'd have to have Jason Marsden back on the show to to reprise his role. That would be insane. He would never. He would never do it. He probably he has would... much better things to do than our. He'd be like, wait, so you're asking us. me to do Max? Are you going to pay me the same amount that they did? Which was like, honestly probably only like you know less than a million for a goofy movie because their budget was like less than twenty million. But uh, and he was a, like a nineteen year old kid. But uh, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure, it was not that much money in comparison. Yep. yep. But you know. It's it's great. Maybe on the maybe on the thirtieth anniversary of the movie, um, in twenty twenty five. Five, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. anyway. Um another movie, Wes. Uh let's see. You said uh you watched okay, we both watched Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Well, what did you think? Um and you can in comparison with some of the other Marvel stuff we've gotten. Um, I liked it. I liked the little sidekick vibe because we've really not seen any Marvel sidekicks, mm. which was cool. Um, Haley Steinfeld is a goddess, so she can just keep doing her thing. Um, but my favorite part, Perry, was when we got to see Kingpin. Mm. Uh, because Kingpin is a Spidey villain. And that he is, is. So but he's also exciting. a he's also a daredevil villain. Exactly. And this I is know, the same actor love... from the Daredevil series. Which is even better. Even better. <laughs> I don't know. I I liked it a lot. I think Kingpin's not dead, first of all. Kingpin oh, for sure not. Away. For There's... sure not dead. Zero chance. Um I don't know, it just made me super excited for stuff to come. Interesting. All right. Where would you... Let's see. So we've got five Marvel shows right now. We've got WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier, What If, Loki, Hawkeye. Rank them. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um. Hot take. Falcon Winter Soldier was my favorite of the five. Whoa, that's the hottest take I've. That may be a hotter take than Encanto. Not not necessarily because I don't like it, but because I feel like most people have that way below. I know. I did, I don't know why. I well, to be honest, Perry, it kept Falcon and Winter Soldier felt more like um, like the prime time one hour dramas that would be on network television. You know. Mm. Mm, like okay. like like a show like Criminal Minds or House yeah. or Bones like and those shows like that were on you, on primetime shows you vibe with yeah so yeah. I think that's why I liked it a lot okay. um, plus I thought that the relationship between uh, 
Falcon and Winter Soldier were super fun because mm-hmm. they hate each other. So anyway, I did like Falcon and Winter Soldier just because I liked the vibe. Also, I really like um, Falcon as the new Captain America. Like, I think okay. that's a good fit. Oh, yeah. I remember um, you telling me you love his suit so much. I love the suit. Oh, the white Perry and the glasses. Oh, so cool. So Falcon Winter Soldier was probably my favorite. Then I would probably put low key, but that's probably just me being biased because I love low key. <laughs> yeah. So Maybe. I mean, I feel like that's most people's number one, either that or WandaVision, I would think would be most yeah. people's and number then, one. And then I would say oh, probably WandaVision then Hawkeye, but I they're very close. They're very mm, close. Okay. And then what if is last? Okay. Fair. Yeah, it's interesting. I, for me, I think honestly that my top four are are pretty close. And then what if is last as well. And that's not to say I didn't like what if, but it was like it was not must watch TV for me. It was like some of them were like, oh, this is interesting. There was like two episodes that was like, okay, this is really interesting. One of them was the Doctor Strange one. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I I think I would go Hawkeye number one, probably. Um, And I think, I don't know, I just, I was really enjoying it, especially in the middle of it. Just like the fun nature of a lot of the stuff with like the LARPers and and the fun, uh, Mm -hmm. the funny, um, the Italian uh, gangster like tracksuit mob. Oh, the sweatpant mafia? Tracksuit mafia? tracksuit mafia, yeah. You know, there was some stuff that doesn't all fit, like Maya, the chick Maya, like, is whatever. The mom is whatever. I really liked the the way they set up and framed the stepdad figure. And then he got on his sword at the end. Yeah, and then he got on his sword. It was just comedic relief. I will say, Wes, I thought, here's my biggest complaint about Hawkeye is, is the, it was your biggest, it was your biggest, um, praise about Hawkeye is that I thought they were, they did a disgrace to Kingpin. Um, it was fun to see Kingpin, but Kingpin is literally, and this is something I was talking to. If you guys remember Noah, who was on a couple of our episodes about Marvel, um, I talked to him about this and he agrees with me on this, that Kingpin is the strongest human in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that doesn't have powers. Um, he's like sure. borderline, like as strong as some of the like supers, um, uh, at least in the comics. There is absolutely no way that this girl like can hang with him in any capacity especially i haven't seen daredevil but i've heard that that kind of backs it up too backs up how strong kingpin is and how brutal he is and uh yeah i just think that it's they they made him look weak um uh and she was like a state fencing champ or something not even national not even national champ state archery state fencing here archery too i guess yeah whatever what do you mean, Audrey Two Perry? She's a, she's little hot. Well, That's no, all she fe- does. but I think fencing was like what she said. She had a line that said like that she was like fencing state oh, champ. Oh, sure. I think, and that's what I was referring to. But yes, archery as well. Okay, but here's, here's the thing, Perry. I think we have to we have to remember that this is not the comics. It's the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so they can do whatever they want. Well, I mean, still though, if you're gonna use the same actor from Daredevil, like, but I think. I think they're just introducing Kingpin. You know what I mean? Who's to say he's not going to kick some major butt later on? He probably will. Plus, I, it just bothers plus me. Plus, he bit. might have just underestimated this. He might have just underestimated this girl. 
Yeah. Well, because they they also really show you like, you know, Hawkeye is not invincible, right? In this show, like he gets mm-hmm. beat up by uh, all the time, all the yeah. time. So, so yeah, I don't know. It's just that was my biggest complaint. The last episode with Kingpin and the and they they, they got a little over went a little overboard with yeah. that last fight on the skating rink. But uh, I really liked the vibe of the show, the Christmassy um, atmosphere thing, and I love the comedic relationship between Yelena and Kate Bishop. Yes, Yelena was great. Uh, like every time, every time she goes, "Come on, Kate Bishop," calls her Kate Bishop every <laughs> single yeah. time. She's great, Florence Pugh. Um, yeah, so oh, I'd yeah. have that Florence as Pugh is amazing. I, th- I think I'd have that as my number one, even though I did just rat on it a little bit. Um, Honestly, none of these shows have blown me away, but I've enjoyed them all, uh, if that makes sense. Like, none of them would probably go higher. It's going to be interesting because they all came out in 2021, right? So so they're all going to be up for it. We're going to do a, a maybe a top 10 or a top 5 um, TV shows that we watched in 2021. Man, um, they, they so all did They are all they? up for that. Um, That's crazy. Crazy. So... I'll be. It'll be interesting where I put those because I have not done this ranking yet. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, uh, I'll have that number one. I think I will go with Wandavision number two. Um, just because I think it's such a unique show, and it was a, it was such a unique show for Marvel. I didn't love the beginning, and I didn't love the ending, but the <laughs> ending was the ending was okay. I mean, the the beginning is is fun, right? It's it's the it's the the sitcommy you know, old fashioned, um, the, it's fun, right? It's, I mean, if that, if that whole thing was the beginning, no way, but the first few episodes were fun. And then the middle really hooked me. And then the end, I was like, okay, not so sure, but, um, still really, really good. And I stayed up till three in the morning to watch the finale, which makes me have extra fond memories of that one. Um, I did that with a couple of my friends and then I think at number three, uh, this is hard actually this is really hard because fourth feels like i would think it's bad but i don't both of these i like i think i am gonna go with loki number th- <sighs> yeah i think i will go loki number three but they're super close i had some complaints with loki and the visuals i didn't love how there was so much green screen visual stuff just tons of it but in general, I did like Loki. And then I also liked Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but I didn't love it. Uh, but I will say episode four of Falcon and the Winter Soldier blew my mind more than any single episode of mm. of any of these shows. Um, uh, that, that had me the most like hype or like the most like in shock, I think, of any of these shows episodes. And then What If Last. So that's where I'll go with. That's where I'll rank these. Okay. Love to see it. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Um, sweet. So that's that. That covers our our Marvel catch up. Uh, let's see. You said tick tick boom. What's a quick quick? Uh, I've also seen tick tick boom. What's your quick opinions? Um, a musical about a guy that writes a musical. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that's if I was asking you to do the Wes's words, but I'm asking what your thoughts are. Um. <laughs> Oh crap, Perry! What's the character's name? I already forgot. He's the guy that wrote Rent, of course. Um, yeah, uh, Lo- Larson, something Larson. J 
Jonathan Larson? Simon? Jonathan John- Larson. Jonathan Larson. Um, so I didn't know that much about him. Uh, his life was kind of tragic. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but I, I did like it. I mean, I'm a sucker for a musical, and Vanessa Hudgens was in there, and Be-hudge? she sang, Come on, somebody. So <laughs> I... I liked it. I thought Andrew Garfield did a good job. I mean, yep. he always does. So who's there to be surprised? Yeah. Uh, but the V Hudge, the V Hudge appearance, that was that was it for me, man. That yeah. just had me on cloud nine. Hey, you know, I heard um, I had a conversation with somebody recently that I don't remember who it was. Uh, somebody told me recently that, that Andrew Garfield's a believer, oh. and that really? he that he's uh that he threw um the movie silence which i'm not sure if you've seen have you seen silence it's the one where he and adam driver are like catholic priests in japan in a time period when they were just persecuting any christians okay um and literally killing them unless they would uh renounce their faith and like step on a step on a picture of jesus basically um and it's just Yikes. it's this excruciating two hour and forty minute movie that um, he and Adam Driver are both incredible in, but it's such a dark and sad movie. Um, but anyway, apparently for that movie, he read through the whole Bible and and uh, became a believer. So that's really cool. And uh, I don't know if it's true. I don't know how much of it's true if he's still walking with the Lord, but uh that's that's what i heard recently so hoping that's true anyway makes me like him he was already one of my favorite actors makes me like him even more and yes he did great in this movie i also thought uh that song it's like i feel bad that you feel bad about me you know like whatever and it just goes on and what i don't remember what the lyrics are but it's like the whole if you haven't seen the movie the whole movie is like him doing a musical that is telling his story but the musical oh, that he's doing writing a musical. the musical that he's doing is also the musical that he wrote called Tick Tick Boom about his story as a writer of musicals and it's just it's so it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot to figure out but uh but it's fun and keep in mind um, keep Keep in mind that he wrote Rent. That's that's what made him that's, famous. Yeah, at the end they're like, yeah, th- remember this is the guy that wrote Rent. But this doesn't have anything to do with Rent. Um, but yeah, I love that song. Well, where... the the I'm pretty sure the musical. Um, oh, what was it? It wasn't called Suburbia. Superbia. Yeah, I think something like that. What? Whatever the the whatever the musical he's writing throughout the movie is. I think that's the one he wrote right before he wrote Rent. Oh, uh, gotcha. I think you're right. And, Perry, I can also tell you that halfway through the movie, without knowing this man wrote Rent, I could observe what was going on in the movie and be like, why is this movie the plot of Rent? Oh, it's because <laughs> he wrote Rent and this because he lived it. Ah, <laughs> uh, nice. Well, um, so. here's some of the lyrics to that song I was talking about. Uh <laughs> Because otherwise people are not going to know what I was just doing. But the song is like him describing uh, a, a f- a, his song about the fight that him and his girlfriend are having. Um, and the song is titled Therapy. And it's just like he's just like up there with V-Hudge doing their little song. And V-Hudge is not his 
girlfriend, but when he's doing that part of the life on stage, whatever, uh, it just happens. And and the song is, I I feel bad that you feel bad about me feeling bad about you feeling bad about what I said about what you said about me not being able to share your feeling. If I thought that what you thought was that I hadn't thought about sharing my thoughts, then my reaction to your reaction to my reaction would have been more revealed. It just keeps going like that kind of thing. I don't know. It's just a weird song, but I kind of loved it. Honestly, it was kind of hilarious. So there's my performance, my rendition of it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, did you see, don't look up Wes? No, because I heard it was weird, so I didn't want to do it. Don't look up. Yeah, I didn't like it, honestly. It's, I gave it a two and a half stars out of five. Um, so that means it'll win the Oscar for Best Picture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gave Tick, Tick, Boom a three and a half, by the way, um, out of five. So not too, pretty solid. Um, but yes, Don't Look Up is basically a satire um, that is supposed to make you really, I don't know, question your government or your, like how your big businesses run the country or, um, just thinking about like if the world was coming to an end and scientists figured it out, like what would the government do? Like, would they cover it? I don't know. It was not, I thought it was supposed to be really funny. Adam McKay was a director. He did all the like stepbrothers and the other guys and all that stuff. Um, he also did Vice, I believe. Um, uh, so the same, literally the same thing. Yeah, so it just was bleh. I laughed a few times. There was a few good jokes. Timothy Chalamet was pretty funny when he was in it. Anyway, yeah, didn't really laugh. Didn't think it was funny. Two and a half stars. Who directed Who directed that movie, Perry? Adam McKay. Oh, okay. That's, that's what who I was just saying. Uh, good question. Probably also him. Story by Adam McKay and David Sirota. Yeah, so McKay is, it was really, he just, I've heard this from a few people after watching it, that McKay is just getting a little too much freedom, getting a little drunk on his own power to make whatever he Mm. wants to make, and so now he's just trying to, like, be satire. Satire is for comic strips and newspaper. The line between this and Borat is a lot <laughs> a lot thinner than I would like it to be. I would Except like Borat's amazing. <laughs> I would like to keep Borat in a league all of its own. Um forever. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so that happened. Let's see what else did I watch. I watched Sing 2. Did you oh, watch I Sing 2? Yeah, but I want to. I'll just say Sing to. Sing 2 is Sing 1. <laughs> That's fine. I like Sing One. <laughs> I mean, then good. You'll like Sing Two. It's literally, it's literally. Let's do Sing One, but bigger. Like in a different. Like they go to a different place, and their audience is right. bigger, and the stakes are supposedly right. bigger. But literally, the the like the whole thing. The the first movie was writing on is they're like, let's get this famous opera singer to come watch our show. Like, and so then they, the whole, the, you know, during their show, she walks in and you're like, oh my gosh, they did it. And, and the whole, with Sing 2, it's like, we need to get Clay Calloway to sing at our show. And so the whole thing is, how are we going to get, we're going to go try to convince him and try to help him heal. And so they'll come and sing at our show. And of course, you know, I don't have to spoil it for you, for you to know that he does it because it's it's in all the trailers too. Um, It wasn't bad, but it was meh. Music was fun, but I feel like yeah. they also didn't have a lot of like full songs. 
They oh, that's of, annoying. They had a lot of short, like, little blips of songs, and then at the end they do, like, a a four song. Like, the whole thing is about writing, or, like, putting together this musical, and then at the end they kind of do four full songs as they're doing and performing is, the musical. Is Seth MacFarlane's mouse still in this one? Uh, He is not. He's no, like the, he's like I the only him. character that I that now that I I didn't even realize he was gone, but now that you say that, he's definitely not in it. But everybody else is. I also watched Wes. I watched Casablanca for the first time last week. Really? Yeah, old movie, 1942. That was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, I watched a movie that I will simply describe as. I'll, I'll give you a, a short synopsis. Uh, girl that is depressed turns herself into a cat then realizes that uh that crush likes cats um so she continues turning herself into a cat to get crush's attention um but then it she may then she gets into a situation where she may have to stay a cat forever and they have to try to not do that anymore um that is the plot the movie is called a whisker away have you heard of it no. It's an anime. It's on Netflix. It came out in 2020 and it I watched it um I was kind of on an anime kick recently. So I watched that. Not remember very good. Remember we watched that Remember when we watched that whack dog movie? Whack dog movie. We went to Corey's house. Oh. And the kid like would go out in the courtyard. It was so weird. Mirai right yeah it was not good oh it was oh, not good i can make a that's a perfect transition okay so i'll skip past whisker away whisker away look was like um great value brand um studio ghibli or or it was like no it was like they tried to do a makoto shinkai movie like uh your name or or um sure or weathering with you but then they just like great value branded everything and that's what it felt mm-hmm. like um so it was pretty blah no no connection to it but i didn't hate I didn't hate it. It just wasn't very good. Um, but you said Mirai, which was a very weird movie that we didn't like that we watched. But they just that that studio just came out with a new movie called Bell, and it's in theaters this week. Actually, as we're recording this, I went and saw it in theaters by myself um, on Saturday night because all my roommates and fiance were out of town. So I was like, I'm going to go see this this movie. And it's basically Beauty and the Beast plus. Um, it's like you, she, you, it's an, one of the, another one of those movies where you go to like a virtual and world. And it's called Bell. And it's called, it's called Bell. Bell. It's called Bell. Yeah, B-E-L-L-E. Keep in mind, Beauty and the Beast is a free domain, public domain story. So Disney doesn't own the story. Um, but they, they, just did the best. they just did the best one. They definitely did. Um, but anyway, so the idea is there, there's this virtual app where you can build, like you can go in and have like, you know, have this virtual life and basically becomes this pop star inside the virtual app. There's this beast inside the app that she feels compassion for. And they really have this like really accelerated 30 minute beauty and the beast plot in while they're in this virtual world and they have the they have the dance you know they have the they they have a lot of the beauty and the beast elements in there um Mm -hmm. 
So, yeah, I mean, they have this very 30-minute compressed Beauty and the Beast. And then afterwards, it actually, the final act of the movie is actually really good. And it turns into this, like, who is the Beast? We need to figure out who it is. Um, and just a lot of things coming together at the end. And I really liked the ending. I, I didn't so much like the first couple acts, but the third act. Yeah was really solid and it made me it left me with a nice uh feeling about the movie i gave it a three and a half out of five so pretty good music too music's good um you can check it out on spotify they have the english versions up and stuff okay good to know all right so that's all the that's all the movies on my um on my letterbox here um, then. Spider-Man No Way Home <laughs> Psych we're not going to talk about that here No it deserves it's own everything yeah, It does It does. I have something very exciting to say about it too Perry And I can't wait Okay, and You're going to we'll, hate it and I'm going to we'll, love it You're we'll going to hate it and I'm going to love it <laughs> We'll get over there in just a second I do want to say one more thing Something that I've been watching and we can We'll, we'll talk about it more Hopefully in, in a later episode Because I think we're gonna do the next few episodes. We're gonna do are gonna probably be a look back on some of the some of the best of 2021 in terms of best that we watched, best that came out. Um, I watched like always. I watched a lot of the animated movies that came out in 2021. So seeing what the best of um, in terms of those are, and um, but I wanted to say Wes, I watched this show, and I guess I technically watched it in 2022, but I think it came out in 2021 called arcane okay have you heard of arcane it's netflix no no No? it's the it's a league of legends animated show and i i i wasn't watching it because i didn't care about league of legends uh but then i had somebody recommend to me that they had been loving it and that it's one of the they were telling me it was one of the shows that they were like looking forward to every new episode being released. I thought it was Corey who recommended it to me. Okay. So I so I started watching Arcane. I was loving it. I texted Corey. I'm like, "Hey, I'm loving Arcane." And he's like, "Oh, where where can you watch Arcane? What is it?" I'm like, "Wait, didn't you recommend <laughs> it to me?" He's like, "No." So anyway, I find out he didn't recommend it to me. So I think it's so then I thought it was this other guy. Um and I went to this other guy and I saw him at church this past week. I was like, hey, thanks for the Arcane recommendation. And he's like, Arcane? I think I've seen, he's like, I think I've seen two episodes of that show, but I I don't think I gave you the recommendation. I'm like, I, so I do not know who recommended Arcane to me. If it was you, let me know. Thank you for the recommendation. Yeah. If, you're, if you're listening, please let us yeah. know. If you're listening, you very well might be listening. I don't know. I, yeah, somebody recommended to watch Arcane, and thank you for that. It is a great show. Uh, very, very fun. Um, I'll talk about it hopefully more when we get into some of the best of 2021. Um, but yeah. Splendid. Amazing. Very nice. So, yeah, so the next few episodes, Wes, um, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking we do a, a best of TV. Uh a and maybe a combined it depends how much we have to talk about we could either split them up or do a combined best of tv best of movies and then we'll also do a uh what we're looking forward to like most anticipated for 2022 
Remember what happened last time we did that, Perry? Everything shut down? Everything shut down. (laughs) (laughs) I had to look forward to James Bond for two years. (laughs) Well, remember we both had Top Gun Maverick on there, and and that still hasn't come out. (laughs) Don't even get me started. Uh, That's crazy. Is it coming out? It is. It is coming out this year. This year, it is coming out summer, I think. So... Maybe that'll be it's on so our list bad. again two years later. That'll it's, be on our most anticipated. I don't think we can. I think that's jinxing it. Yeah, that's you're right. We can't. We'll maybe have a special category for that as like we can't be included because it's still a 2020 movie. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, great. So that's all for today. Fantastic. All right. Yeah, we'll see you guys pretty soon. Yes. And you know what? We're going to hopefully have some stuff coming out soon. Sorry for the delay. Um, but we need you know what? We we need a time. We need time with our fans. Time to edit that long <laughs> that long editing process of the of the Charlie Brown Christmas episode. And you but, can't you can't start a new season of a show without a break in between. True. True. And you also can't so start the, a new season of a the, show without staying hungry or humble. And of course, stay hydrated. <laughs> <laughs>